Since the beginning of time, people have always found creative ways of communicating. This is my way. I'm Kyle Leon Henderson, and we need to talk. This week's episode. Today, I'm sitting with a co. No, not a coworker. <laughs> no. Well, we we coworkers in unemployment. We don't work there anymore. <laughs> well, we are still coworkers when it comes to. We have the same job. True. Not one. Watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So today, I have Emily Ellis. If you are one of the rare people who knew about Kyle's friends are funny, you know her. <laughs> and if you don't, I'll make sure you know her by the end of this episode. How are you? Good. How's everything and unemployment? We're gainfully unemployed. Yes. We um we I, we were very reluctant on the last episode we did of the old show um to talk about work, but today I don't care. That's I right. Work, I don't work there anymore. Me neither. So we, we whatever we worked. I'll say this: I don't. I still don't want to talk about the company itself. I don't want to badmouth the company because, really, honestly, I didn't have a whole lot of problems with the company itself. The company was actually pretty good. It was like it was just the just situ- everyone. The situation that we <laughs> were in was really unique because we worked retail at Times Square. Yuck. <sighs> I don't know why. I don't either. So, yeah, I um, glad to be out of there. <laughs> Me too. Have you have you talked to anybody lately from the old from the old gang? I don't talk to anybody. Not really. So, what are you doing with your new free time? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any plans, or are you just kind of laying low for the summer and? Um. Yeah, no plans here. See, I'm trying to, because I turned 30 around right. the same time that I... Well, and I just turned 29. That's, how do you feel about that? Odd. It's odd, because it's your last year. That <laughs> yes. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I know. And that, it is weird, because I still feel like kind of a 20-something. Right. But, you know, I get why they do that now. The the ladies who are like, 40's the new 20. You're just telling yourself that. <laughs> well, yeah, you no kidding. You just really want to feel great. Um, or 60's the new 40. It's like, no, 60 just looks better now. Right. It's, because it's of medicine 60. and stuff. Like, I'm 30 and I'm 30 and that's it. I'm 30. Right. So. Well, you know, I do notice that my body feels a lot different, which I, is really depressing. Which, and people, older people than you don't want to hear it. They're like, you're still young and pretty. Right. But it's like, but my body's doing that funny thing that I'm like, oh. It's doing what yours is doing, but not nearly as bad yet. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's starting. I can see where people because you starting think, oh, to deteriorate. Who are old just didn't take care of themselves, and now you're like, oh, yeah, I can see how this could get worse. Like, oh yeah, my back hurts all the time. <laughs> heartburn, heartburn was mine. I can't get rid of heartburn. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like my, because I remember my dad was older when I was um, born. He was 38, I think, when I was mm-hmm. born. So 
my whole life growing up, he would always have heartburn. He'd do that oh. thing where he'd hold his chest. He's like, I need Tums. And I'm like, oh, no. such weird heart. I'm telling you, three times a day I chew Tums now. <laughs> like, I should have, like, a Pez dispenser with Tums Oh, in no. It. Uh, and, of course, Ethan's like, maybe we should go to the doctor. And I'm like, I, there's nothing wrong with me. Things are fine. Just leave me alone. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to the doctor in years, by the way. I mean, literally since I was 18, really? I have not been to the doctor. It's I've, been like 11 years. I've been, I went to urgent care once here. And yeah. because of our crazy insurance situation, the health care bills, all that, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. Um, they were like, oh, there's no, there's no copay, nothing, you know. I get home, there's a bill for $218. What? And I still haven't paid it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm planning on paying it, you know, eventually. But, yeah, so, no. Well, so, turning 30 for me and being unemployed, I was like, this is a wonderful opportunity for me to really just kind of assess my life, bring into the next chapter, because that was something that I'm wondering if you'll do it next year. I was like, because I was like... I don't want this job anymore. I don't want to work here. I was like, I can't do this anymore. And what a wonderful line in the sand when I turned 30. And I'm like, what? And then I was like, I'm not going to take this job even for one second into my next 30 years. Yeah, ew. And then I was like, what else am I going to do for my next 30 years? So I I do yoga every day now. (laughs) And I, you know, I meditate and and I write every day. And of course, this podcast is my baby. Right. So it's just like, and, and people are like, how's your 30s? I'm like, wonderful. I haven't worked a day in <laughs> yeah, right. my entire 30s. So, <laughs> well, gainfully unemployed, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm almost 30, and I feel like I should have a career by now. You know, I don't even know the meaning of that freaking word. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't what the hell that. am I supposed to do? Because that's the thing. We, people we saw grow up before us, they, they have these jobs. And people who are right. around us sometimes. But you know what I think about those people our age who are, like, married to their career in that way? That they're making money and they have accountability to a company. I'm like, that's sad. Well, but at least they have money. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, but hello. I am... Listen, (laughs) sometimes I think about it and I just feel pathetic. I'm a college dropout. You know, I've been perusing online looking for jobs. Mm -hmm. And everything says, oh, you have to have a bachelor degree for this. You have to have a four-year college degree for that. And these are really stupid jobs that an idiot could do with their eyes closed. (laughs) Yep. And I know I'm smart. I didn't have to go to college just to be... Right. Oprah didn't go to college. She has $5 billion. Well, but, I mean, Oprah did go to college. I mean, before anybody who's Oprah people, <laughs> she dropped out of college, too. Oh, okay. Because her professor, she was offered a job at a news station, and her professor was like, you're going to take it? And she goes, no, I'm going to stay in school. And he goes, that's why you go to college, to get a job like that. Get out of here. <laughs> so. Oh, well, see, she dropped out for, for a good reason. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I just didn't like it. <laughs> well, Ethan, Ethan didn't finish college in oh, yeah? the conventional sense. But I, what's the point of wasting all the money if you're not going to? Well, yeah, no kidding. Know, if you're not going to do that, I enjoyed college very much. But you and I pretty much had the same job, right? It well, got see, that's the thing. Into twenty six thousand dollars in debt. Here we are working so. in. Well, we were right. working in retail, and there were all these people around me that had graduated college and yada yada. And I'm like, okay, so what's the point? To go to college and rack up all this money 
to work in retail. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I mean, and I, I'm glad that I went to college, but right. it's not everything. I mean, I would it's consider taking classes or everything. something, but, you know. Right. Well, one thing we do learn that after you quit your job, life around you just keeps going on. It sure does. This started quite a few months ago. <laughs> I had ordered something online and was, you know, of course, every day you check where it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's two hours away. Oh, here it is. <laughs> so that's all you got to do. You got no job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this was actually while I still had a job, though. Oh, wow. But I had the day off. Mm-hmm. So it said that it was delivered at 2 p.m., And I was home the whole day. So normally they'll ring the bell when they deliver a package. Right. So I was like, "Ah." Is it small enough for your email? I mean, your email. (laughs) What am I talking about? Is it small enough for your mailbox? No. Oh, okay. But so, you know, I was like, okay. So apparently it was delivered like an hour or two ago. So I go downstairs to check and it's nowhere to be found. So I'm like, okay. So this was delivered and some idiot stole my package. Right. So I'm pissed. I'm so that's the that's my biggest paranoia. Like oh, I got yeah. a package coming today, and I asked Ethan, I was like, "You're gonna be home all <laughs> day, right?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I said, "Because it's Lucy. It's a Lucy DVD." Oh if no, I, you can't lose that. If I lose that, I will just go down the street, and start killing people. Right. Well, so and I've had a package stolen before from a different apartment too. But I called Thomas, my boyfriend, who lives here. <laughs> Just so everyone knows. (laughs) And he goes, are you kidding me? I bet it was those people in apartment. Well, I'm not going to say it on here. Right. In that apartment. (laughs) And it's like, well, why would you say that? He is friendly with every single person in this building and literally talks to every single person. I don't even know any of their names. I keep to myself. (laughs) But he knows them all. Like a good New Yorker. (laughs) Exactly. You don't talk to your freaking neighbors, okay? So, he was talking to this guy who lives on the same floor as that apartment, Mm -hmm. and he saw the chick come out. He opened the door, and the chick was standing there looking at someone's package. She looked up and saw that he was watching, and she threw it on the floor and ran inside. So, she was thinking about taking that. Oh, my gosh. So, Thomas was like, I bet it's them. Uh Uh-huh. So when he came home, they had a garbage bag sitting outside their door, and he grabbed it and came upstairs. He opened it up, and there was everything I bought, the pack, the boxes, like I bought an eyeshadow palette and stuff, the box for the eyeshadow, oh. the box from Ulta, the receipt, all torn up with my name on it, everything. There it was. What can you do about that? Like, I'm so furious. I just want to go down there now. Yes. And just ravage their apartment. I know. I, w- I was seething. And he was like, well, I don't know what to do. What do we do? I was like, go down there and knock on their door and tell them what's what. And he, and he was like, well, no, because there's this, like, three guys who live in there. Right. I mean, at the he, end of the day, Thomas getting his ass kicked is not going to help right, the situation. Yeah. He claims the guy was in jail, but I, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> well, he would know more than you. He talks to people. Yeah, true. They also have, like, huge dogs in their apartment, too. Oh, They're yeah. always barking up a storm, 
And they take them downstairs and shit in front of the trash cans and leave it there. Ew, it's sick. Disgusting. See, I'm lucky. I, I, not many. We don't really talk to each other, our neighbors, but we do. We like you don't do that. Like our neighbor, like one time there was some construction, and some lady put up a sign, and it was for the construction workers. Was yeah. like, please don't spit in our lobby. This is our home. Ew. And I didn't really like the lady, but I'm like, well, good for you. Yeah, it's fine. We 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 take care of each other. I'll give you your packages. <laughs> right. But that's the thing too. We have this little system in our apartment now too that I love. That um, if you don't want something, you just put it on the windowsill. And we just, like, like I've gotten a mirror, and oh. I've left some books down there, and people have taken it. One mm-hmm. time, there was somebody I didn't really care for who gave me a gift, and <laughs> um, I didn't really... Well, I don't care for them now, you know? It's right. Like one of those things, and I'm like, I don't want this. It reminds me of you. So I went down there right. and put a whole bottle of Ralph Lauren black uh, <laughs> cologne on And someone went, stuff. jackpot! And some people were like, yeah! So it's like, I'm... <laughs> to give. Right. You know, so we, we do have the little neighborly thing. I don't think anybody would stay. And there have been people who are packages have been on their doorstep and they just stay yeah. there all day until it's time to take them in when they see them. So right. That's so sad. I know. I blame Trump. <laughs> blame him for everything. <laughs> so what So what? What are you going to do? Have you done anything? Well, okay, so I reported it to the USPS. You know, they can't what are they going to do, you know? Right. I mean, they're like, we delivered it. Right. But, you know. Well, I mean, the company was great. They sent me the thing again, and we sent it to. Oh, so they gave it to you for free. Ulta did. Yes. Or whatever. Whoever you bought it from. Well, they sent it again, so. Oh, they sent it again. Yeah. For free of charge from you. Yes. So, and that was Ulta? Yeah. Good for Ulta. Yeah, go Ulta. You take care of your clients. <laughs> That's right. Their customer service was fab. So give them a shout out. That's right. So. <laughs> but, so Thomas, you know, he's chatting with all the neighbors. Mm-hmm. Someone else had two of their packages go missing. So this is an epidemic. Yes. Other people have had... Now, if you all rally together, you can take those three men. I know, right? Other people have had packages that arrived, and they found it there, but it was torn open, and things were missing out of it. If you're going to tear it open, just steal the whole thing. Right. Just, Are you kidding me? That's just adding injury to insult. I there. know. It's like, and, whatever. Okay, get this. Or insult to injury. So I ordered contacts, and they were delivered, and they were stolen. Prescription they're contacts. They're work for you. You're you cannot wear them. You cannot sell them. They only work for one person's eyes. Stigmatism. Yes. No, that's not going to help anybody. Those are very specific. No kidding. I'm like, are you kidding me? And I was like, okay, well, if this these get delivered and they open it up, they'll probably just toss it back in the hallway. No, what the hell did they do with them? So, what, do y'all have a plan? Are you gonna? I can't do anything. I want. I want social justice for. This I know, building. right? Okay. Well, everyone's this is Astoria, <laughs> right? It's supposed to be friendlier. I've always than... heard that it was a friendly town. Ever I since know. I met you, your friend got <laughs> shot at the bodega. I know. Right? Stealing your mail. Seriously. I'm not to Astoria. Murders left and right. And the rent's going up. At that. <laughs> I know. Oh. God. So. Okay. Everyone has been reporting it to the post office. Yada yada. Well, you know, what good is that going to do? Right. Well, I mean, it might do good for the future. Maybe the postman will stop leaving stuff on a doorstep. Leave, <laughs> yeah. a, leave a return notice. You I know, don't have right? a job. You'll walk to the post office and get it. Right? Oh. 
Well, there are even... Have you, have you noticed the theme of this episode yet? We don't have jobs. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> so one person did report it to the police... And I wanted to go straight to the cops and report it because we had evidence, right? Right. But it only counts if you have it on video. Mm. Like, I mean, because who's gonna watching the be person your own take garbage. it? Right. You could be, you know, whatever. Well, that's stupid. You know, they're really frost my cookies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that seems like that'd be a good thing, though. <laughs> Well, yeah, to I guess. frost your cookies. Well, no one wants a frosted biscuit. No one wants a frosted chocolate chip cookie. Okay. No, they don't. That's no, just too much. so come on. Savory sweet. Come on. We know. Yeah. The tra- we know the trail. So also, someone's mailbox was broken into. I mean, it was like. Get a job, you low life. Pride open. Because no I don't have one either. <laughs> right. But and their mail was strewn all over the floor, and it was like opened, like they went through their cards, birthday cards, and sh- stuff. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> So, the other day, Thomas is coming up the stairs, and he sees those people. They're in the apartment with the door open. There's a locksmith there. Well, Thomas is friends with the maintenance guy, because he, you know, he's friends with everyone, so he always knows what's going on. He to know people. So someone put stuff in their keyhole. And apparently they tried to, you know, they put the key in to open the door and it broke off and they couldn't get in the door. (laughs) So someone's doing something. Oh my gosh. There's always something in this building. I know. It's insane. And then the, uh, the locksmith came back the next day too. So uh, they kept having problems, I guess. (laughs) Good. They deserve it. Idiots. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, and one of the guys, I heard him talking on the phone. The other night, he was sitting in the hallway with his phone on speaker. Who does that? First of all, yeah. No one hangs out in the hallway of your apartment building. You have an apartment. I know. And if you're on the phone, why the hell would you put it on speaker so that everyone can hear the the conversation? The chick he was talking to sounded drunk. And she sounded like she was crying. <laughs> but then he goes on asking her. He obviously didn't really know her because he's like, so what's your nationality? And so she, like, lists what she so is. So he's, like, hitting on this drunk, crying girl. Yes. And then like, he. met her on Tinder. He says. Phone call. He says whatever he is. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's a good mix. So he's already planning to he's have like, babies. Ew. And then. Good. I you heard him. a lot. Go ahead and breathe. <laughs> I know. Ugh. Then I heard him ask her, are you in your underwear? <laughs> She's on speaker and he's yes. in public. And oh, she goes, actually, I am. <laughs> well, we all are. That's I'm like, in the underwear right now. And a few more things. And if you're going to have phone sex, go into your apartment, please. I used to want to live in your, your building. <laughs> you don't anymore. I sure don't. <laughs> After that, uh. I'm just, I'm going to need a break. <laughs> Okay. But when we come back, I gotta tell you about the loveliness that I experienced. Oh, okay. Having um, quit my job. Yes. Okay, <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> so I got a question. Yes. Did you ever, did you have the 401k prep package when you were at 
our job. I was about to say the name. Yes. I'm not going to say the name. I, don't, I, don't I don't know, right? Because I don't want to be those people, but I'm, because it's all about the future. But did you yes. have the 401k package? Yes. And I still need to call and get that money because I'm let afraid of the you, phone. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I'm I, working up to it. You are giving me the perfect segue because, first of all, I called them to get okay. it rolled over into an IRA rather than right. like just, because I'm like, it's not money you have. It's investment for the future. If right. You want. So I rolled it into an IRA this Good. week. Good. Um, Good for you. And I called them, and, and I, I was nervous, too, because, you know, I don't know. And the guy, the first yeah, guy. Yeah, I don't know anything about this the stuff. The first guy I talked. Okay, so what I know is that it's in mutual funds. I don't know what that means. But Me that's how. But, like, basically, the money we've invested is invested in mutual funds. And that's how we're getting money out of it. That's how it's, like, acquiring money. Okay. Like, you can change. Like, and so you can change it. You can, like, instead of investing in mutual funds, you can cha- invest in stocks or other different options to, you know, put your money in and let it grow. Okay. So, um, but that's what I learned. That that's like skipping to the end. I learned that on this phone call. <laughs> okay. The first guy was telling me, "Well, you got this and this and that," and I'm like, uh, he's uh, like "I don't so, know what any of that means." He was like, so what can I do for you? And I'm like, um, "I had a 401k, and I was told that if I just rolled it into an IRA, that I could keep acquiring it, and it would just be more for my retirement. Mm-hmm. And that's all that I know." And he goes, "Oh." I think his name was Ben. <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm going to need you to talk to a counselor. What? Or something. Some, like, specialist. He's like, no, I just, I make stuff happen, apparently. I don't tell you how it happens. <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't, okay. I don't really need to know how it happens. Right. Like, I just keep it going. want to make sure that it belongs to but me. But I've got, I promised him. I told him, I said, I was gonna, I'm going to give him a shout out. This guy that I was transferred to, his name is Patrick Town. Patrick Town. Patrick Town. Okay. Like, no, Patrick Town. (laughs) Not Patrick Town. (laughs) I'm going to move to Patrick Town. (laughs) Patrick Town. (laughs) Patrick Town. (laughs) (laughs) No, his name was Patrick Town. And he was... Amazing. We we were talking. We have our birthdays are like a couple of days apart. Actually, no, oh. I think his birthday's the day before mine. Oh my god. We're both we're both April Tauruses. Um, and I'm a Taurus too. You are a Taurus. <laughs> we're all Tauruses. Oh, all right. See? But he was lovely. He explained everything to me how it works. That's how I learned about mutual funds. And he's like, look, you can. He's like, it sounds like because I told him all about some plans that I've got going on in my life right now that is not public knowledge yet. So right. That'll come later, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, he goes, it sounds like you just need the easiest way to keep your money and keep it growing. Well, yeah. And he was like, because I mean, the, the way that we're doing it now with the mutual funds, apparently it's like safe, it's an adequate amount of money, but you can make a lot more if you really oh. get in there, you know, Okay. but it's like, but you can also lose a lot if you're like, you know, throwing your money around in the stock market. I well, guess. yeah. I don't know. Again, bears, bulls, I don't know. They put a girl outside the bear. <laughs> yeah, if the they asked me about stocks, I blank stare, you know. <laughs> I wouldn't know I anything. Felt, I, did, I really did feel stupid. But don't worry, because it's fidelity that owns right. the 401k or whatever. They'll make you feel great. Uh, <laughs> okay. They'll make you feel, I mean, just be like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, I'm money. stupid. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's your money. And right. So now I'm like a big boy. I have an IRA Check account. you out. Like, and I, get, and I can, like, log in and check the dividends or whatever mm. that means. Yeah, okay, so wait. I have an IRA that my mom started for me. You can roll that into the same IRA. Right. Yeah, you can do that. That's what he told me. But I get letters 
you know, maybe every month or every couple months, whatever, that has <laughs> kind of tells you everything that's happening with your IRA and if you've made money or lost money or this, this and that. Oh my God, it's like 10 pages long and I don't know what any of it means. So you don't even know if you've made money or lost money? <laughs> no. <laughs> I look at it and I'm just like, uh, but I keep them just in case. Well, you can, well that's the thing. You can roll your 401k into that IRA. Right. You can do that. That'd be easiest. Just keep all your money together unless you want to be one of those, you know, one percenters with multiple accounts. <laughs> Yeah, right. I wanted to ask Patrick, I wanted to be like, can I just like move this to an offshore account? It's like 2000 bucks. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to move it to an offshore account. Don't want to pay any taxes. He's like, you're not paying taxes. <laughs> it's an IRA. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, right. I don't know. So I'm, a, I'm an investor now. Check you out. <laughs> But I'll figure it out. But no, that, I just wanted to say that. And I wanted to give Patrick a, a shout out um, because he was amazing. He told me he got, you know, a little tipsy tip on his birthday. Oh, I was like, he was drunk while he was talking to no. you. <laughs> no, he had, he had a ball on his birthday. He was leaving. I was his last client before Memorial Day. He was leaving to go okay. to the beach. Uh-oh. I think it was, um, I don't remember what's. I think, Check you out, what's Patrick that, what's Town. That, um, that beach in. Myrtle Beach. I, I'm going to assume it was Myrtle Beach. Because, okay. like, in the south, you go to Panama City, Pensacola. Um, some people go to Gulf Shores, whatever. That's in Alabama. All the others are in Florida. Um, Panama City's like, the party town. Do- mm-hmm. Destin is where the resort town was. I've got stories about Destin. Oh. Life has happened for me in Destin. <laughs> but if you don't go to the Gulf of Mexico, you go over to Myrtle Beach. I'm assuming okay. that's where you went. I don't know. I might have went to Cocoa Beach. I don't know. But he was driving, so it's got to be a... Whatever. But anyway, thank you so much, Patrick Town. I hope... If I call back to Fidelity, I'm like, I want to need to talk to Patrick Town. Right. Take me to Patrick Town. Come so. on, take me to Patrick Town. <laughs> but thank you, Patrick Town, for that. Also, since we're on the subject of shout-outs, I want to shout-out somebody... Um, I usually save these recommendations, and I'll re-talk about it at the end, because I have recommendations. I forgot to tell you about that. Prepare for some things to recommend to our listeners. Um, I do Periscope. I was Periscoping the other day, and I've made several friends through Periscope. Um, Just because people, like, we get get into a conversation, because that's that's the whole point of everything I'm doing, is the conversation. Right. Um... And we get into a conversation, and I'm like, well, it's time for the broadcast to end, but if you'd like to continue the conversation, tweet me, um, write me on Facebook, because I got the Facebook group now, uh, Mm -hmm. and everything. And so a few people have, like, stayed in touch, and we've actually become real friends. One of my real friends is a um, candle maker. Like, he has a candle business. His name is Charlie, and the name of his business is Werther and Gray. Mm-hmm. And they have literary and pop oh, culture themed candles. That's so, cool. So, like this one, there's one called Antique Books. There's one that's called um, Hibiscus Tea, you know, stuff like that. Like, you can go <laughs> into the collections and you'll see that they have circa 1073, some stuff that smells like old books. They have oh, that. That's cool. And then they have Starry Night, Scented Candle. Um,. Just, I mean, it's it's just so fascinating, and it's so personal. And yeah. look at that. 
It's $19 for one candle, $16 for this candle. They're not expensive at all because you know candles can get expensive. Pricey. Like candles should be, they should have a department in the department store for yeah, seriously. just like rugs, curtains, and candles. That, <laughs> it's like, I don't understand why this stuff is so expensive. Right. But these are not. $19 That's for good. a candle that you're going to get to burn for weeks. Right. The last two weeks. And candles always smell so much better than, say, the room diffusers or... Oh, yeah. Or, you know, sprays or, And they or, you know, set stuff, a nice... Or those little outlet They're so things. cozy to see the little flickering flame, and you know? There's, right. And here in New York or anywhere that you don't have a fireplace or whatever, and we don't have fireplaces, you have to download the app and <laughs> right. watch it on your TV. And that's not the same. No. So, you know, but that's something that Ethan and I were talking about is that we have house plants, we have candles and incense... We have we want to get a fountain so that we can bring the elements into the house to make yeah. it feel better. Right. And fire is one of the elements. So candles well, are more are very important than just the scent. But yeah, I just wanted to give Charlie a shout out because I I'm obsessed with these candles. And Charlie's one of my new friends. I yes. love chatting with him whenever we get a chance to. We don't know each other in person yet, but he's phenomenal. And and just the Werther and Gray, it's just so, such like such a rich sort of concept too. yes so so you can cozy up with a book and yes it's it's so and that that's just what I can't I can't wait I would try I haven't <laughs> I, I can't pick what my favorite one is yet right because I love them all let me get this because he'll just keep calling is that Thomas <laughs> yeah no one else calls me well, so <laughs> you grab the phone we'll take another break and we'll be right back okay <laughs> So I'm curious, is there anything about work you do miss? About the actual job that we did, is there anything you miss? Besides all the free makeup and stuff? I was going to say, the only thing I miss is the discount and the free stuff. Really? <laughs> That's literally it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we, we worked at Times Square. Ugh. And so there were characters... All day, mm-hmm. every day. You know, some of the people we worked with were great. Right. I, there's some. Like, you and me, we, we bonded. There's a few Oh, others. yeah, of course. And, like... So there are a couple that... Yeah. I'm not sitting around pining, missing them, but I would go get a drink with them and right. have fun. You know what I mean? Exactly. And then there's a few that I'd be like, if I never see you again, yeah. that'll be too soon. <laughs> there were some people, if I saw them on the street, I'd pretend I didn't know them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, a lot of fake personalities oh and yeah. total wannabes. They think they're hot to trot. And let me tell you something, they are not. Listen, <laughs> they are garbage. Our team was 150. Yeah, that's a lot of freaking people. In retail at Times Ugh. Square. That's a lot of personalities. Yes. And you and I have big ones. Oh yeah. So And you know a lot of Okay, when you first meet me, I come off as quiet because right. I can be shy. <laughs> But once I get to know you, if you're someone I like, right, then I've got a lot to say. Well, <laughs> and if I get to know you and I don't like you, I will either ignore you or I will put you in your place. <laughs> exactly. Well, what was okay, being in Times Square, what was the craziest thing you encountered? Whether it be with clients, with a coworker, oh, the meth addict that came in at 8 a.m. Right when the store opened, mm-hmm. 
had scabs all over his face. Yep. He was tall, wicked skinny, and had this crazy head of hair that went in every single direction. And, okay, so he comes in at 8 a.m., looks in the mirror, starts peeling off each one of his scabs. Oh, God, I didn't know about this. <laughs> I think it was before you even worked there, actually. Oh, my God. Because, you know, I was still on the floor and everything. So Yeah. Yeah, I think it was before you were there. Because you eventually it was, stopped sailing on the floor and went to operations. Yeah, it was in my first year there. Oh, my god! So he pulls off each scab, throws oh. them in the garbage. I'm going to pass out. He comes up to me oh. and says, I swear this is a quote. He goes, do you have any rubbing alcohol for my wounds? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was just flabbergasted. I remember I didn't say anything. I just, like, pushed it towards him on the table. You know, I was like, ah. Oh my gosh. So then he starts rubbing alcohol into his open running sores. Yes. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Tom Then, Story. oh, I'm not done yet. Oh my God. I can't. I can't do it. Then he goes around, picks up makeup and foundation, and starts rubbing it into his wounds. And I mean, when I say he was putting on foundation, it was 10 shades too dark. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And he comes up to me, and he's like, oh, I know it's darker than, you know, my skin tone, but it's so much easier to cover these spots with a darker color. And let me just say, there have been moments where you really do make a connection with people. And right. And, like, people's imperfections, like dark spots, acne scars, right. stuff like that, it's like... They come in, they're like, I'm just so self-conscious. Yes. And, like, I really just want to look beautiful. But then there's some things that's like, <laughs> we want people to be comfortable to talk about, you know, their their themselves because we all have our imperfections. Right. I don't need you to be this comfortable. No, you are I way you too to, comfortable, okay? We have not made that connection. <sighs> I don't need you to do this right now. Oh, and he tried to say, oh, wow, I'm breaking out so much. How can he tell you like, got scabs all over your face? Well, no, that's what he was trying to say, that all those scabs were from a breakout. I was like, dude, I think who do you, do you really think face. I'm this dumb? Right. Like, come on. <laughs> I know I'm from Maine, but really. And, yeah, the story didn't stop there either. Yes. So he was rubbing all this dark foundation into his sores, right? Oh, God, I'm going to be sick. I know. <laughs> and let me tell you, he put on so much makeup. His skin was, well, you couldn't see his skin, first of all. Right. You could just see this slick, he was like really shiny and thick looking, you know what I mean? Ooh. It was just gross. And he he had some guy there with him who was taking pictures of him while he was pulling his shirt up in the mirror. Oh my gosh. Like, oh. Oh. oh, and he said, Oh, yeah, I, I just pulled an all-nighter. Okay, first of all, are you trying to make me think that you were, like, studying? It was an all-nighter or something? Because, because think all-nighters, I studied all Right. Because I was like, yeah, I think you did pull an all-nighter at some nasty club or right. something. I, you know? I don't know. Oh, and he came back, like, a month later with some chick. I don't know. But he had his hair in pigtails on top of his head. He was wearing a plaid miniskirt, and his thong was hanging out. 
<laughs> well, you remember all those people who came in, like, because everybody knows the controversy at Times Square with the topless ladies who right. painted their chests with yes. American flags, because that's the law in New York State, is that there are no gender-specific laws. If it's legal for a man to be topless, it's legal for a woman to be topless right. in public. So, you, I mean, and that's the thing. I don't, it doesn't really bother me in a place that's, like, appropriate. Like, right. Like, I remember I went to, went out to, on Long Island to Jones Beach a couple of years ago, and there was a, an older lady, 50s, she wasn't heavy set. she was just in her 50s, nice looking. She had had a one piece on, but she had it pulled down to just below, like, just above her navel. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of just sunbathing, I was like, that's not all that weird. Right. To just have her, you know, breasts yes. exposed. <laughs> but in the middle of Midtown Times Square, I'm like, that's, that's I mean, trashy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you're, you've, that's a choice you've made to be that girl in Midtown. You know, it doesn't bother me, but I can see how it bothers the families that bring their small children there mm-hmm. or whatever. Because the little, little boys are, like, staring. Right. And their husbands go over and take pictures with them, you know. Right. Well, and plus, these ladies in Times Square have, like, a pimp, kind of, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, they, they do. They I mean, have they all share to. one red lipstick. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the guy came in to buy one red lipstick for all the girls to share. Right. Like, come on. You well, at least get them their own lipsticks. Right. And you remember, or, well, where would they keep it? Um <laughs> But, Let's not go there. <laughs> but Ursula, you remember Ursula, the, not Ursula, the um, Maleficent. Yeah. She would come in, do her makeup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do her contour. Right. Um, yeah, we just, it was always something working at Times Square that the crazy would just spill right into our lives. Oh, yeah. But then you get the New Yorkers who were completely annoyed with Times Square. Oh, yeah. But decided to shop there anyway. Right. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Was there ever any... Was there a moment where you just, like, stopped with the excellent customer service and acted like a human being? (laughs) Well, there's this one lady that sticks out in my mind. So she came in with this raggedy old makeup brush mm-hmm. you know it looked like it had been through a war or something <laughs> and she's like I want to return this and get a new one well it was so old we didn't even make it anymore right and I was like well you know we don't have the exact same one but I can show you the closest and right. you can exchange it for that whatever because mm-hmm. basically you can exchange anything right and Which, she goes in all fairness outside of Times Square or a busy center like that, that's a great policy. Right. To just go home and use it and try it out and see what happens, but I don't know. Times yeah. Square, I'm, it's not about the company at all. I loved the company we worked for. It's about New York mm-hmm. and the godforsaken <laughs> Times Square. Yes. The actual physical location Literally of the, the armpit of right. everything. But anyway, continue. So I tell this lady, she, you know, here's one that's the new version of it, basically. She goes, no, I need the exact same one. I said, well, it's not made anymore, so this is the closest. No, I need the exact one. I was like, lady, (laughs) we do not make it. Here's the one that we have that's the closest. Well, is it the same price? It's like, I don't know. That one's like 10 years old. How am I supposed to know the price? Right. 
So then, you know, there's this display with the brushes on it. And obviously the brush is glued to the display. <laughs> I mean, but she tries to just rip it off. And she pulled part of the display off, and it, like, almost fell to the ground, but I caught it. And, uh. <laughs> and I said, oh, you know, I was just like, oh, careful. And she goes, it's not made of gold. Oh, and my gosh. I was just the, like. <laughs> the audacity of what? some people. I just looked at her and I said, no, but it can still hurt you. <laughs> I mean, this is pointy plastic. You know, it can cut your skin open. <laughs> That's not. And she just gold. looked at me and was like, "Oh, yeah, I guess." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "You beat me this time on the logic train." <laughs> right? I'm like, "But next time we go head to head over logic, I'll be ready for you." You idiot! Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of my life! <laughs> the, the last one that see that to me is acceptable. I had a moment where. Certain people, I was reprimanded pretty hard for this. (laughs) But I, like, there was a point where I was just like, I can't be diminished. Yeah, you were beaten down every day, you know? Right. And and I were, in my job, I mean, we had, like, that's the thing. Different places where you worked within this company, it's hard. It's a hard job. I mean, and, like. Customer service is always hard. That's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Customer service is hard. I worked in one area of customer service. You worked in another. Right. If we switched, you'd be like, oh, what a refreshing thing. I don't have to do X, Y, Z. But God, that's annoying. Right. You know, so it's like, there's all this stuff. I worked the cash wrap. Sort of uh-huh. ran customer service. Right. Um, I remember that I told certain people, I was like, I can't, I'm, I'm losing. Because I have anxiety and ADHD mm-hmm. and OCD. So I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm being very diminished, and I just, I really can't do this anymore. Right. And I said, I can't, I, I have to act accordingly. And I said, I'm going to give my best every day, but if I tell you I've hit my limit, just give me a moment. But you're only human. Right. So this old lady. Customers don't realize that, <laughs> that these people are human. Right. The, which, <laughs> and it's all, in all fairness, when I worked at um, a store on the Upper West Side, a bookstore on the Upper West Side, again, not naming any names, but we, <laughs> right. all know, we all know what's the last standing bookstore in America. Um, True. Uh, the Upper West Side, it was weird. It was the clientele that they didn't acknowledge me. They didn't speak mm, to me. Because they're too fancy? Like, it, like it wasn't even they were that they were rude. They were just, they didn't, I'd say, hi, how are you? They didn't even act as if they'd heard Oh, me. yeah. And I'm like, it's because I'm standing behind this cash register that right. you think I am a part of this cash register. Right. And you don't, and some people were friendly, but people from the Upper West Side, they get so mad when you tell them how they act. Like I went to H and M one night. They don't like time. facing the truth, right? I was in I was in H and M with a friend. I think it was H and M. It might have been Uniqlo. It was Uniqlo. Well, it was whatever. Uniqlo. It was Uniqlo. Um, but that's that's not a story about. Which, them. by the way, has awesome Disney stuff. I know they do. <laughs> well, I was talking about with a friend where um, Ethan might want to move, and I was like, Ethan kind of wants to, or no, I said I kind of would like to go to the Upper West Side because it's cute and kind of centrally located. But right. Um, uh, but Ethan doesn't want to move there because... Gesundheit. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you. Um, I said, but Ethan doesn't want to move there because he kind of thinks that the the people who live there are just far too snooty. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady on the elevator with us, and she goes, I live on the Upper West Side. <laughs> and, I, and I just looked at her, and I was like, well, your neighbors... And? I said, well, your neighbors are snooty. <laughs> What'd you say? And she just looked at me, and I said, I'm sure you're not snooty. 
You're talking to me now. And she goes, mm. and I was like, snooty behavior. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, hello. Well, then we get to the bottom because you know we just take the elevator because it's three story, you know, store. Get to the yeah. bottom. She gets off. She goes. Not everyone on the Upper West Side is snooty. <laughs> and I and I go, I believe you. <laughs> and she just couldn't handle it. She wanted like, to why say, would she take that as a personal attack? Right. You know? She was just like, oh, I live on the Upper West Side. <laughs> Good but, for uh, you. But um, so yeah, at Times Square, I this lady, this older lady, um, I had already decided I was quitting by then. It was, yeah. it was like, it's my time is, you know, the sa- I can see the sand. <laughs> I think right. you had already gone by this point. Um, so, Sayonara. Yeah, you had already gone by the time I decided I'm leaving. Um, you had already left. Uh, but she walks up and she's, and I'm like, hi, following Clyde over here. Come on, because I was ringing people up. Because right. we're all so short-staffed sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, all the time. Right. <laughs> but, um. She comes up and she just looks, you know, angry. But that's New York. Everybody's got a rest right. bitch face. I sometimes they have an RB, RBF and <laughs> you start talking to them and they're the most pleasant people. Right. You've ever met. So I'm just like, hi, how are you today? And she's like, Oof. and I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, so she walks up and I'm like, hi, how are you today? She goes. I have a rewards card. And I said, okay, do you have the card with you or should I look you up? She goes, um, she goes, I'll give you my number. And I was like, um, I said, okay. So I type it. She tells me I type it in. And she, and I said, oh, and and I'm still, I'm telling you, I'm the first person to let you know that I was a jerk to someone. Uh Uh-huh. I was not. I was just like, oh, did we, that didn't seem to pull anything up. What's your email address? She goes, I'm not giving you my email address. <laughs> I'm like, okay. oh my god. Okay. And I was like, well, if we can, she and she, I was like, well, maybe we can find it another way. Let's look, just try with your. She throws her before I can even finish the statement. She throws her purse on the counter. She goes, I'll give it to you. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. okay. And so she's digging through her purse. She pulls out because you know nobody has little keychain cards anymore because everybody's right. digital. She pulls yeah. out a keychain card. <laughs> and so I. There was a thing where if you would scan it too fast or something, it wouldn't catch it. I scanned it too fast or something. I said, oh, that didn't pull it up. She goes, well, I'm in there, and you better find me. <laughs> and I'm like, and I just kind of stop, and I'm like, is everything okay? Because um, there seems to be a lot of tension here. And she goes, no. <laughs> goes, You're just used to all these little brat-faced chickies who are... <laughs> She goes, you're just used to all these bright-faced chickies who think you're so handsome and so charming. Well, that's not going to work on me. And I'm like, I am lost. Because I'm like, I don't know what's happened here. And I was like, no. I said, you really don't know what I'm used to. You know? Because there's just so much there. And I was just like... And she goes... And I said, I found you. And her name was Joan. <laughs> of and course it, it was. Joan, it was Joan. It was Vivian. <laughs> oh, my God. That. Because I remember I was, at this point, I was seething inside. <laughs> right. Because I was like, I just, I, because I, I literally did nothing wrong. 
Yeah. Because sometimes you take the last client into the next client. You're like, I'm you know. Right. I did not. I was having a, bu- a blessed day. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> and then she walks up. And she was just like. And, and she I was said, not a bright-faced little chicky. No, she was not a bright-faced little chicky. <laughs> and she was going to let everybody know it. And then I was just like, oh, there you are, Vivian. I found you. Like, I'm done. I'm not going to be rude, but I'm like, Vivian. I found you, Vivian. I just kept saying her name over and over <laughs> right. as I can. So I said, would you like to add um, an email? Would you like to add your email just for looking up purposes? Because at this point, you know, you know what they don't want, but I'm going to give you everything you don't want because you are a complete just menace to society right. at this point. So I was like, do you want to add an email? She goes, no, I do not want to add an email. I don't want to continue this conversation. And I said, you know what, Vivian? I'm that actually, makes two of us. <laughs> I said, you know what, Vivian? I'm actually going to just go ahead and pass you on over to my colleague, uh, and they'll finish taking care of you. <laughs> and she goes, excuse me? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and pass you to the colleague, to my colleague. They'll be happy to take care of you. And she goes, why am I being passed over and they, the people who saw this interaction said, I leaned into the counter. And I said, because you are extremely rude and lucky for me, I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> and she just goes, well, I have never. And I said, I'm sure you haven't. <laughs> she have must a, be from the Upper West Side. Exactly. And I was like... Have a blessed day, Vivian. <laughs> oh my well, God! Of course, she, hell demon. She finishes up, and my colleague who took care of her, and I, I apologized profusely to the colleague. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I literally threw her on you, <laughs> gave you no choice. You're doing this, so I apologized profusely to her. But of course, the second she's done with her transaction, that girl's radar is up, looking for a manager. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> and course. And so she comes to um, the one manager that you probably don't want her to come to. <laughs> she comes to the, you know, ah! Yeah. Uh, and so this manager comes up to me. She goes, baby. Um, she's like, why would you say that to this client? She goes, she's very upset. She goes, I know. She was rude. She was very rude. But you can't talk to clients like that. And I said, I didn't talk to her anyway. And she goes, she goes, yes, you did. You told her she was being rude. I said, no, no, no. She asked why she was being passed over. And then I told her the reason you're being passed over is because you're incredibly rude. Right. I said, I never, I did not volunteer to tell her anything. Oh I just told her, you know God. what, Vivian, I think it's time we're going to, you're going to go ahead and over here. Well, and then it turns out there was a, somebody in the front, somebody we know and love, um, beautiful, curly-haired older lady, you know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about. Yeah. She was helping her. And she told her, she goes, <laughs> the lady kept talking to her, um, like, just like she was talking to me, just for no reason. I'm sorry. I said all <laughs> That's okay. Just like she was talking to me for no reason, just like hostile. And she shut it down. She was like, you know what, my love? There is some kind of energy all over you that has nothing to do with me, and I'm not going to help you anymore. I love <laughs> And I'm like, when that girl has Right. Had Who's enough, so polite. She's you had know? it. But yeah, so that's the kind of stuff we dealt with at Times Square. No kidding. No, don't miss it. <laughs> but anyway, I need to run to the bathroom. And yeah, then, I gotta go after you. <laughs> but then when we come back, I want to talk about a few hot topics. Ooh, hot to try. Before we shut her down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, I forgot that I brought a gift for you. Ooh. Okay, let me pull it out. I didn't wrap it. So That's you, okay. You're just going to have to be be at peace with that. For my uh, birthday, my sister bought me the complete series of the Brady Bunch. Amazing. Unfortunately for you, this is not one of the additions that they edited out all the scenes with Jan. Oh, shucks. Well. So you're going to have to see her and all I'll her. I'll be able to make fun of her the whole time. Well, I mean, you know, you, at least you get to see her screw up her entire life. Uh. Screw up the whole family. And I mean, rub lemons all over her face. She's going to rub lemons on her, wears a wig, make it a boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, right? This girl. George. George Glass. George Glass. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I remember that one time I came to work and there were pictures of Jan Brady all over my locker <laughs> that you had stuck there. Yes. I couldn't open my locker for a week. <laughs> I didn't want to cross that line. She's a witch. I actually spent um, work hours <laughs> searching and printing out Jan you Brady know, photos. In your handbook, that's considered stealing <laughs> time. Whatever. Well. Time well stolen. You know, she's just jealous of Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And while I was looking up pictures of her, there were these creepy, like, sexy pictures of her wearing leaves. I've seen them. <laughs> I was like, what she's is got this? A snake around her yes! neck. Oh my god! Oh my gosh, that's going on the work sided page, right? Of the website. Yes. I, have, I have a web on the website. I, I'm I'm getting preparing um, like sources cited pages, oh, so stuff okay. like that that we talk about on yeah. the podcast. I'll put it up there so you can go to the website and see all the pictures. <laughs> I put those weird Eden Garden yes. Eden photos of Jam Brady on there. Very creepy. Well, you know, and in Maureen McCormick's book, she talks about how um, she and Eve Blum had uh, some lesbian encounters. With each other? Yeah. Ew, Jan. Eve swears they didn't happen. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, so I don't know if you saw on the We Need to Talk Facebook group. Are you a member of the Facebook group yet? I think so. Okay, did you see what I posted? I went on it yesterday and it said I was following. Because (laughs) Handsome's Yeah, released a new song. Yes. And it's actually really good. It's have good. It? Have you heard yes. it? Yes. Like, yeah, I mean, it's... Listen, I have been basically a lifelong non-stop Hanson fan. Really? Really! Because you were in fourth grade when I was in fifth grade, I think. You graduated in yes. 2006, right? Yeah. Okay, so when I was in fifth grade... For whatever reason, and I'm wondering if this was the way it was. I never even thought to ask anybody if this was the way it was across the country. In my little fifth grade, you know, hallway where all the fifth grade classes were, you were either only allowed to be a big, big, huge fan of Hanson (laughs) or a big, big, huge fan of Spice Girls. Oh. For some reason. Like, it was like there was Spice Girl. You had to pick. Well, you know what's funny? I was a huge fan of both. I was too. So I think that was just your school because, okay, people would make fun of me for liking Hanson, mm-hmm. even though they were in the top, whatever, on the Billboard charts and everything, you know. Right. 
but well, I mean, they were you would still get made fun of for it. Boy bands were always made fun of. NSYNC, right. Backstreet Boys. But there's... New kids on the block. Hanson is different, because they play their instruments, they write their songs, and they don't right. dance around. Well, and I think the only, like, sort of boy band that was kind of exempt from the, like... From the ridicule of like of just being like bubblegummy, whatever, right? You know, was like boys to men. Yeah, you know what I mean. People, and I hate nobody, them. nobody cared that you like boys to men. Or what's that one that Bobby Brown was in? Oh, I don't but yeah, I don't whatever. Anyway, but you know, but they are really, they were really good. Yes, and everybody was like, they're still so cute. I'm like, yeah, they aged uh, well. Duh. So listen, um, I've known that they're still cute. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> first of all, remember Isaac. When they first came out, he was not too cute. Who's Isaac? Which one's He's that? He's the oldest one. He's still the least, I think, of the But cutes. he got real cute and handsome. I mean, he's still, yeah. He's like... He yeah. used to be... Ooh. Do you remember? What's the youngest one's name? Zach. He was our age. I know. Well, a little bit older. Cause he was like I, one or two. He was 11 when they started. Yeah. And I was 10 in fifth grade, and you were 9 in fourth grade. Okay, so he was like forces. two years so older. So they're like, he's like our age. Yes, and he has kids already and married and everything. Well, well, they all do. Some people from where I grew up do, too. Like, I've got friends on their second yeah, I know. Marriages. But he was supposed to get married to me. Have you let Thomas know about this? <laughs> I think he does know. Um, Listen, yeah. I went to one of their concerts really? while I was in high school. So so that was had, like after their sort of heyday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they only had like a few. It was that one, it was that one album that was like. Right. And then they came out with the, their next CD after they all hit puberty and everything. And it was actually wicked good. Really? I mean, you should look it up. See, that's what you... I find that happens sometimes. Yeah. Like one, of, one of my favorite albums, because, okay, again, somebody that everybody makes fun of for liking, I really, really, really love Ricky Martin, okay? <laughs> I can't That's okay. It. And he traveled to India for a year and released this album that was all Indian-inspired music. It was the most beautiful. Didn't chart anything. Nobody even knows right. about it. So, yeah. that's the way it happens. And I think that might be what happens when, especially with, like, Umbop or Live La Vida Loca, you know? Right. Once you have this sort of, like, poppy, superficial success, yeah. you go away and do something really, really interesting and dynamic. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I know, but you gotta milk it when you can milk it. You don't know what what the future will bring, so you know. You know what's funny though? When I went to their concert, which by the way they are amazing live. Are they? Yes, they were so good. <laughs> you know who was there? That kid from Malcolm in the Middle. What's his name? Oh, uh, Frankie Muniz. Yes. <laughs> okay. Weirdly enough, he was like on tour with them or something and while we were all waiting for Hanson to get on stage Frankie Muniz goes up on the stage and starts playing the drums then walks off the stage and goes away I was like what is going on yeah I'm excited about Hanson I me too they, I hope they can like sort of stay for a moment me too but um and I still want to try their mm hops beer they have a they have a beer and it's called mm hop I love the self-awareness. How freaking clever is that? I love the way self-awareness because because that is my biggest pet peeve in art is when you do something that you're like 
either not proud of or that it, you just kind of want to distance yourself from and right. you pretend that it never happened. You got if you're an artist and you make art, you got to own it. Right. And they own that. And especially because you know off. that's what made them famous. That's what they got right. their money from. You know, and their long hair. They all had long hair. Oh yeah. Everybody wanted hair like theirs. Oh my god. Zach was when, so dreamy. Do you remember when I had long hair? Yes. Down to my shoulders? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, I'm not saying it was because of Hanson. <laughs> but it was... Like 20 years later, you're like, I want to look like Hanson. <laughs> but that was where sort of like, I'd always wanted to have long hair just to see what it would be like. And I did it finally. In yeah. my last year of my 20s. Um, yeah. So. You know, when I was little... In, like, fourth grade, I had Hanson calendars, I had Hanson books, I had Hanson everything. You know what I love? That in my fifth grade class, there was a boy um, named Steven. Uh-huh. He's straight. Like, he's super-duper straight. <laughs> yeah. But he was obsessed with Hanson <laughs> in the fifth grade. And he knew everything about him. His mother, single mom, would take him, like, all over the South to go to their concerts. What? He was a girl fan groupie. That's so funny. But he's definitely straight. Yeah. Like, I love that he was just free enough to do that. He's right. not now. Like, he, like, moved away from our school and came back all macho and, but, oh. you know, but, but at that like, time... I know you like Hanson. Right. At that time, I was like, wow, he's really, like, owning that. Yeah. So... Did you hear the news? So you're still a fan of The Voice, right? Yes. So did you hear who the next judge is going to be? Jennifer Hudson. (gasps) I'm excited. What do you think about that? Did you watch this last season? I did. I think it was the best season there ever was. It was really good. I think it was the best they've ever had. Did you see Jennifer Hudson's performance? Uh, How good was that? Oh, my God. I got, like, chills. It was so good. And, you know, Buzz, those knockoff BuzzFeeds or whatever, you know how they always tease you with, like, this celebrity's dead, and they put, like, Susan (laughs) Boyle on there, and I'm like, Uh she's not dead. Right. You're just baiting me in, (laughs) and I fall for it every time. I know, me too. I'm like, oh, who died this time? (laughs) Always people I either already knew, and it's Uh been, like, years. It was, like, ten years ago. I don't even care about. Right. You know? So, but anyway, um... They they do this one with like why Hollywood won't cast Jennifer Hudson anymore. You know they always do that. Uh, right. They won't cast Katherine Heigl. They oh, won't yeah. cast the. And I'm like whatever. But I'm really looking for like the. I want her to have commercial success. Me too. Jennifer Hudson because she's had critical success. She's right. won every award, and she's she's so talented. She, I mean, and she's sort of the un unspoken like successor to Whitney Houston the voice you know right the voice of the nation or whatever because she sang at Whitney Houston's sort of eulogy mm. type thing on the Grammys when she died or whatever I'm excited and Miley's coming back oh yeah this year she's okay, gonna be the other you judge. know what I used to hate her I thought she was repulsive and disgusting and then she was a voice on the judge and I was like Hey, I like her. Oh, yeah, yeah. A judge on the voice. (laughs) A voice on the judge. Well, you know, she, like, regrets everything now. Like, she's like, I wish I wasn't so naked for those three years. (laughs) And I'm like, well, Well, yeah. Whatever, you know. And now You just do you. And her new song, Malibu, sounds kind of country. I kind of like it, actually. I kind of like it, though. And when you see her singing live, you know, she's actually good. She's really good. She's a really good singer live. Right. Um... And she sold a lot of records. Like, she, yeah. she beat her dad, like, slap out of the water. No kidding. But, no, I'm so excited about Jennifer Hudson. I've, yeah. I've been obsessed with Jennifer Hudson since American Idol. Like, mm-hmm. I had picked her to win. Yeah, she, I, she shouldn't have gone home. Well, and Simon Cowell was like, I don't think we'll ever hear from you again. 
And Remember she wore this hideous dress that her cousin sewed for her or something? One? Yes! yes. <laughs> it was she, so unflattering. Well, uh, um, do you remember her audition? The straps kept falling down on her. Oh, I don't remember. Like, she was a mess. Yeah, like, she was. <laughs> I, but, you know, good for her. She... That's the thing. We're all a mess. Oh, yeah. But what she did, she took a look around, saw what everybody else is doing. It's kind of like, I need to get it together. Right. My way. Yeah. And, like, I love on the the, um, DVD box or whatever for Dreamgirls, it says, Mm -hmm. starring Jamie Foxx, Beyonce Knowles. Uh, what's that other? Eddie Murphy and then underneath and it says Dreamgirls and underneath that it says and introducing Academy Award winner Jennifer ah, Hudson oh like, my god this lady came out the gate was like I'll take that I'll take that yeah right awards, I'm done that's right and um so yeah I just I, I was sure she was gonna get the uh grant the um what is it the Emmy Tony I was sure she was going to get the Tony. Grammy, Emmy, Tony, you know. Uh, I was sure she was going to get the Tony for Sugar yeah. Angry. Just because I want her to be an EGOT. Like, right. I want her to rise above. I want her right. to be, like, our generation's Barbara Streisand. I love that. I think she will. I think she's going to do one. And But then that's the thing. I think after being on The Voice, she's going to have a lot more critical or more yeah, I think commercial so success. Because people are going to want to. Because, I mean, you know, people who never knew who Blake Shelton was was like, oh, I'll buy his album. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I hate his music. I think it's dippy and stupid. But I like him as a person. Because <laughs> right. well, he's so likable on that show. All of his contestants are always so good. Like, he knows how to get them going. Oh, yeah. Get them where they're going. Like, he knows what he's doing. But I'm glad. And he's funny. He's won The Voice this year. Me too. Like, uh, did you see how happy she was? Yes. She was was so excited. pumping and she was excited. So, I love that. Me too. Well... This has been so much fun this afternoon. Yes. Thank you for sitting with me and having a conversation with my friends. Because, like I said, the conversation is always continuing. That's right. So, do you have any recommendations for people out there? Or? Well, as you know, because yes. you had to walk up all the stairs when you got here. Right. I live in a fourth floor walk up. Which is horrendous, but... Very, very, very common in New York. No matter how long I've lived here, I still can't get used to it. Right. <laughs> like the third floor, I could do. Yeah, that's totally but doable. Something about that the, last you floor. You add on like, another God, one, it's like, oh. So we get our groceries delivered. Oh. From Peapod. Peapod. Because I've know. heard of like other ones. But yeah, like I don't know Peapod. if that's just. A New York thing, or if it's everywhere. I think but it's becoming. I think it's becoming more common just yeah. because you can do whatever. Let me tell you, Peapod is like amazing. <laughs> like, how does it work? Well, you basically go shopping on their website. You can type in whatever you want. You know, they have different every different brand. They even have store brands. You know, like Stop and Shop. Really, like so great you value can, from Walmart. Yeah, really? so you can get stuff like that. Neat. So if you're Pinching pennies, you know. Oh, is it cheaper, too? Well, I mean, you know, some things are cheaper there. Some things are cheaper in person. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Is there a fee? <laughs> there is, but it's not a lot. Like how much? As far as I know, Peapod is less than 
other ones. Oh, really? And sometimes they'll give you a discount if you get it delivered on a certain day. Oh, neat. Because most people are out and they have a life. Well, if if anybody's looking to try, you know, delivered groceries for the first time, I say try Peapod. Yes. Get it directly to your front door. If you don't have a car... Or right. if you do have a car and you live on the fourth floor, right? it's totally worth it. Or if it. you just are lazy. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm lazy, so, you, you know. You will find no <laughs> complaints here. Exactly. So, yeah, give it a shot. Peapod. That's right. Okay, well, I have a couple of recommendations. Well, I already gave one mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the show. It's, of course, my friend Charlie's um, company, Werther and Gray. And just to let everybody know, it's W-E-R-T-H-E-R-A-N-D-G-R-E-Y dot com. Like picture of Dorian Gray. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> com. And I've even got an, a suggestion for a candle you should make your first purchase. Ooh. The Suffragettes. Ah. All about the women. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Um, also... <laughs> I want to just go back to sort of a mainstream recommendation uh-huh. because Netflix, I love the Netflix originals. I do. Oh, I yeah. Them. If you haven't been watching Grace and Frankie. Oh, I love that show. You've got to watch Grace and Frankie. Yes. Because people, I want people to watch it because it's, first, A, it's good. It's hilarious. Right. Yes. But it's about older people. It's about an older gay couple. It's about Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin exploring an older friendship with among women. Yeah. And they and they have very differing opinions about the way life should be run. So right. you get to see this sort of multifaceted um, approach to life. I from love it. An older woman's perspective. There's older sex, there's there's older relationships. Um, but also it sort of deals with the fact that we are in a more technologically advanced time and people their age on the show would usually be on a rocking chair on right. the front porch yeah. just kind of living out their golden years, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's not what people are doing anymore. Right. Our parents are living longer and having more fulfilled lives in the third act. Right. And that's what this show's about. And I think everybody should be watching that show. But another show that is hilarious, and if you're not watching it, you're just cheating yourself out of fun times. And that's The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yes. Do you like that? Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> Unbreakable. <laughs> It's a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so you get a little singing, a little dancing. (laughs) Yes. That is actually Tina Fey's follow-up to 30 Rock. Oh, okay. Did you know that? No. Yeah, that's her show. That's her baby. She played the the counselor, the the therapist or psychiatrist who gets drunk and has like a sort of a Jekyll and Hyde uh, (laughs) lifestyle there. Uh, And uh, Jane Krakowski is back. Yes. Working with her old pal, Tina Fey. Um, but Ellie Kemper is phenomenal. She's so, so cute she's and she's adorable. funny. She's older than I think I thought she was too. Uh, yeah, she's like thirty-seven. Right. And I'm like, wow, because I think she's try. I think her character is our age, like around our age. Right. So because she's she was like fourteen, fifteen, 
Then she went into the bunker. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's about a, a, a mole people who got <laughs> abducted by a man and taken down into a bomb shelter bunker. Beautiful John Ham. I know. <laughs> John Ham's. See, they're all pals, Tina Fey and John Ham. Oh, yeah. yeah but anyway, that's that's, those are my recommendations. But also, this week, I want to give a couple of shout outs to some what I call star listeners. Oh. Because. They've sort of just, they've taken to the show, and I'm very grateful for them. The two that I'm going to recognize today, I've known them for 25 years. Isn't that interesting? It is. Uh, you don't really know people for 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Family. But these two, I was, bo- I was in both. Both of them were in my kindergarten class in um, kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, one is, well, her name used to be Sunny Swan, but now her name is Sunny Veezy. I think I'm pronouncing that right. We've never, because we've, you know, I moved away and she got married and I wasn't at the wedding, don't know her husband very well, so I right. don't know if that's exactly how to pronounce her name, but I think it's V A Z E Y, Veezy. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. Veezy. Maybe it's Veezy. <laughs> Veezy. Right. Well, we, we went to kindergarten together. I actually walked with Sunny Swan. In my kindergarten graduation. Aww. You know, they walked two by two up on stage. Yep. Me and Sunny Swan, we held hands. Aww. I remember one time we got on the magic carpet and I kissed her on the cheek. <laughs> yeah. Young love. Young love, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, no, Sunny has been really active on the Facebook group, We Need to Talk. Mm-hmm. That's something new that we've been doing, um, or that I've tried. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But she's been very active on that. She even told me she's got some suggestions for the oh, show. Oh, okay. So she's going to bring some topics up. Uh, maybe we'll talk about one with you. Maybe. One day. Because if I can convince you to come back, if you had a good uh, enough time. Of course. Another person I want to give a special shout out to is Erin um, Calvert. Well, her name was Erin Calvert when I sort of first met her. Now she's Erin Calvert Campbell. Or just Erin Campbell. Uh, I went to high school prom with her. Aww. But we we did sit at the same table in kindergarten. The little round tables you have. <laughs> yeah. I met her in kindergarten. She was the tallest girl. She's, she's so beautiful. She's like tall and statuesque. She knows how to wear a dress. <laughs> she does. She was um, first runner-up for our Fair Queen pageant, too. Oh. Yeah. Y'all don't have those in name. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, we have a county fair, uh-huh. and then every year we have a, um, a, a beauty pageant at the school, you know, and we have Miss Cold Springs High, and then we have Miss Junior, or Junior Miss Cold Springs High or something, like the Junior High kids or mm-hmm. whatever. But then we ha- also have a pageant for the Fair Queens, and so my our fair queen representative goes to the fa- the county fair and competes in a pageant there to be the Coleman County Fair Queen. Well, well, well. And one year we won at there at the county fair, and that was Melanie Strickland. She mm-hmm. could sing like an angel. <laughs> she was beautiful too. But um, my friend um, Tina won our year. But Aaron was the first runner up. She did wonderfully. She sang a Hillary Duff song. Oh my I god! Was, I think it was "Why Not." Why not do a crazy dance? Oh yeah! Why not take a crazy chance. Oh my god! It was really good. It was You're very, bringing like, me back. It was really inspiring. Well, you know, high school music well, yeah. and all that. But yeah, Erin, uh, she listens to the show mm-hmm. while she walks with her kids. Oh, nice. Get out and get a little exercise. Yeah, that's right. She wrote, she wrote me and told me she was doing that every day. Cool. So I like that. 
She said, and they, talking about farm town, she said her husband like mowed a trail so she could walk on it. <laughs> because you know That's we have cool. we have huge like hay, um, fields of hay, right? Because we have cows and horses and everything. You gotta uh, you gotta feed them. Well, yeah. So that so in the hay fields, I guess that's where she's talking about over in or over near the country mall. That's that was a well, store well. we had over there. I think that's where they live. She motive motive trail and she walks every day like a mile or two or mm-hmm. whatever, just listening to me. Cool. And you now she's gonna listen. <laughs> yeah, to that's right. So yeah. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to give them a little shout out. But also, don't forget to join the conversation. You can join too. Okay. Uh, after this, because <laughs> we have many ways. Um, like I said, um, that's my groceries. Your groceries are here. <laughs> well, while you're getting the groceries, I'll give everybody the rundown. So yeah, don't forget to um, follow me on Twitter at Kyle L Henderson, or you can follow me on Instagram at kyle.l.henderson but also don't forget to join the Facebook group because that's where the conversation will continue and that's we need to talk Sonny and Aaron are there so come join them join the conversation also don't forget to give some iTunes reviews if you're downloading this on your iTunes go to the review section give me a little shout out on iTunes because the more the higher the rating and the more ratings I have the easier it is to find and the easier it will be for people to join the conversation well, did you have fun today? A blast. I always love coming to hang out with you. Well, talking because to you is just fun. It's just like coming home. You yeah. have like a warm hug. Aww. So, do you want to just watch some Brady Bunch now and make fun of Jam Brady? <laughs> Duh. What's, what's the one thing you hate about her the most? That piece of yarn she wears in her hair. Oh, I know. She, <laughs> I always thought that, what, it, what would it be like if Jan... Like, what is Jan Brady doing today? Not E. Plum, but Jan Brady. What is she doing? Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that she wakes up every morning at 3.07, <laughs> screams for an hour because her hair's tied up in yarn, and then just goes <laughs> right back to sleep. I bet you're right. I think she does. I think so, too. And I, if I had to guess about it, Marsha Brady probably, like, taps on her window and scratches it with her nails. Just so <laughs> I mean, I would do that. I would do that. Hello. Just because Jan's just the worst. And Cindy probably hides under her bed so she can grab her ankles. <gasps> she would do that too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Well, I wonder if she still has that lisp with those braids. Whatever. Right? Here. Let's go watch Jan be a freak. Okay. Can you take me to Patrick Town? <laughs> <laughs> I love it.